All right, what's going on, AJ? Let's talk sports. What's up? Wednesday edition. This is going to be the Ohio State recruiting session. It's going to be really exciting. So we have some top headlines throughout the league. And I just want everybody to know that I have a regular show going on right now, four to five days a week. Monday recap. Tuesday is going to be, man, what is Tuesday? I just did it yesterday. Tuesday is going to be the sports betting. That's a fun show, too. Sports betting, trying to get some guests. I have someone lined up, but awaiting to see what day he can show up. So that's going to be fun. And then we got the Ohio State Recruiting Wednesday. And then Thursday is throwback, TBT throwback Thursday for Where Are They Now edition. And I picked the team. If you want me to pick a team or if you want me to pick uh, any three guys that you want me to talk about or women, doesn't matter, um, throwback Thursday, Where Are They Now? And uh, sports-wise, obviously, it's going to be sports edition. So let me know. DM me, however social media outlet you want to talk to me. Um, AJ, it's uh, Adam Helton and AJWH2308 for the Instagram handle. Just DM me, however you want to do it. Uh, do connections with me on LinkedIn. You can Facebook friend request me. It's probably everybody's listening is always my, already my friend anyway. So... Then we do Friday, if there is a UFC fight, we do UFC pick'ems, and I did not do very well yesterday. We talked about the uh, MLB Fantasy All-Star game. I sucked. I think I only had three out of ten correct. Anyways, let's get into some top headlines. Richard Sherman booked being investigated for domestic violence case. The free agent cornerback uh, Richard Sherman was booked at 6.08 a.m. local time Wednesday at the King County Correctional Facility in Seattle and is being investigated for burglary domestic violence, according to public records. And if you've got arrested at some point in your life, that's public record, by the way. Trust me, I've looked many people up. <laughs> hint, hint, if you're listening. It's probably you. <laughs> Dumbass. Anyway, rec uh, record state... He was denied bail, but a spokesman for Redmond, Washington Police Department told ESPN that is standard procedure for suspects of domestic violence and they, until they can appear in court and see a judge. So the spokesman, who would not confirm the name of the person taken into custody, said a 911 call was received at 2 a.m. Pacific time. Person calling said that an adult male family member who did not live at the residence was attempting to force his way into the home. When police arrived, the suspect was outside the home. He fought with police but was eventually apprehended. And then Richard Sherman, who's 33 years old, completed his third season with the San Francisco 49ers in 2020 after spending the first seven in Seattle. Uh, Sherman also is a vice president of NFL Players Association Executive Committee. That's a good look. You're the NFL PA Executive Committee member, of the VP of it all, and getting arrested for domestic violence. Yeah, okay. That's great. Good job, NFL. Let them might as well be the president of the whole entire league. <laughs> I'm just playing. So there's your, uh, your top headline there. Shut up. So we're going into soccer now. Lionel Messi agrees Barcelona contract, accepts significant wage cut. So Lionel Messi and Barcelona have reached an agreement for the forward to sign a new five-year deal with the Catalan club. I don't know if I'm saying that correct. Sources have confirmed of ESPN sources added that Messi had accepted a significant wage reduction to prolong his stay. 
Uh, Messi was a free agent after his contract at Barca expired, and he had courted interest from Paris Saint-Germain in Manchester City since first revealing a desire to end his 20-year relationship with Barca last summer. The 34-year-old's previous contract, which was worth over $500 million, it was, uh, that's uh, European money, so it's $594 million over four years, expires at the stroke of midnight on June 30th, it said. So now he's got a new contract with, uh, with Barcelona. Is that how you say it? Barcelona. So for all you soccer fans out there, football fans, Lionel Messi agrees to Bar- Barcelona. Barcelona. Is that how you say it? I don't know. This one's a really nice one, too, um, for the NBA 2K22 cover. Uh, WNBA's Candace Parker of the Chicago Sky to be first female basketball player to be the cover of two NBA 2K22. Uh, the star will appear, like I said, on the WNBA 25th Anniversary Special Edition when it's released September 10th. So that's cool. Uh, here's a uh, quote here of her. I grew up a video game fanatic, that's what I did, to the point where my brothers would give me the fake controller when I was younger, where I think I was playing and I wasn't. <laughs> my brother, Zach, he, I used to do that to him all the time on uh, Tony Hawk Skater, Pro Skater, back in the day when the first one came out. Yeah, kids, the very first one. Uh, so they did a revamp of it last year, so some of you probably got it. I did not get it. But um, I still have the songs in my head. I used to do that to my uh, brother. I always gave him the second controller, and I'll always act like he he thought he was doing it. He's like, that's not. Then he started getting hip to it. He's like, that's not. I'm not really moving it. How come I'm not? I'm trying to go left, and it's not going left. I was like, hey, you got to push it harder. <laughs> All right. Candace Parker, Twitter. Extremely proud and humbled to be the first female cover athlete in history of NBA 2K. I'm honored to work with a company that's investing in women and betting on us to succeed. I'm hopeful there will be many more badass females to follow. Strong. NBA 2K22 cover, there she is. That's pretty cool. And there you go. WNBA 2K22 cover, Parker. So I'm going to talk about this uh, topic real quick. Coming out of Yahoo Sports. How LeBron served as the catalyst for celebrity high school basketball recruits. So tons and tons of uh, recruits now out of high school. And they're getting publicized off social media. And they're crediting LeBron James for it. So LeBron is only 36. He's a year younger than me. So emphasis on the only because he'll be entering his 19th NBA season this October. So also known as the chosen one, self-proclaimed King James. I don't want to get all there. But um, his son, Sky Clark, is playing for James's Strive for Greatness AAU team. It was at the Las Vegas tournament that spring. Sky said that his popularity began to rise. The five-star point guard was a high school freshman at the time. Now 17, Sky is a spotlight before his high school graduation, just like James was. So because you're getting like social media out there, there's like 261,000 followers. Look at this. One of them is James Monteverdi, Florida Academy of Seniors, said he hopes to reach 400,000 followers before he ships out to Kentucky for school next year. Oh, that's pretty cool. He's going to Kentucky. I like that. James often tagged as the face of the recently emerged player empowerment movement could also be considered the catalyst for the era of the celebrity high school recruiting. So, and Kobe was one of them too. That was pretty badass back then. And Kevin Garnett, I don't know if you guys remember all that. So then Bronny, James's uh, 16-year-old son, has 5.9 million Instagram followers. That's crazy. 
I mean, considering the fact that your father is King James, that's another reason why you got a lot of followers. Um, but it is pretty cool seeing all these little uh, young stars coming out of nowhere and uh, getting all kinds of publicity out of it. I wish I was playing back in that, like now. And if it was like that back then, it'd be pretty sweet. But just a nice little t uh, headline for you at Yahoo Sports. High school hoops of stars coming out of the high school division. Another big topic coming up here as I am only an hour away from Milwaukee. The Milwaukee Bucks NBA Finals Game 4. This is what it's all about right here. Game 4, the Daily Suite, it says. We'll find out in Game 4 if there will be a competitive NBA Finals. We already went through yesterday the picks and the odds and everything else. The over-under, the favorites, the bet MGM. There's all kinds of different stat lines. We already talked about all that yesterday. Um, but a good money um, a good money bet to get a little bit more in return would be putting your money on the Suns. But like I said, if the Suns win tonight, it's over. That's what I believe. Now the Milwaukee Bucks are trying to play harder um, and, and get this 2-2 to go back to Phoenix. But I listened to a uh, sporting bet podcast or a guy on Yahoo last night. I don't know his name, but he's right here talking about it. I watched this last night, and I don't kind of agree with him. He said it's going to be higher than uh, it's going to be over two twenty and a half. I think it's going to be under. The reason why is because I know Phoenix has a high powering offense, and Mil he said Milwaukee needs to step it up and become more high powering. But you, you is there no defense anymore in the league? Come on, NBA, you guys got to play some defense. Milwaukee, play a little defense. That's all I gotta say. If you guys play a little bit of defense, uh, they'll go. They'll be under 220. Just thought I'd let you know all that. But um, picks for me for the game in Game Four, I'm probably gonna go. I, I would like to see Milwaukee take it and then go two two back to Phoenix. That's all I'm gonna say. All right, now we're at our topic of the day, which is gonna be talking about the Ohio State recruiting. Some of these t articles and topics aren't going to be about all the uh, recruiting people. So right now, as of this article, it's a big one right now. Uh, Terrell Pryor, the Tattoo 5, call for NCAA to restore Ohio State football records. And that's what, We talked about that yesterday, I believe. And here's a more kind of in-depth talking about it. Terrell Pryor is actually on here on Twitter. And he says the time has come. And he, like, added everybody. Uh, we should get our wins back records back and legacy of Jim Trussell back and not look past it. NCAA suspended us, but let us play in the Sugar Bowl win versus Arkansas. Um, that's a big controversy, by the way, because during that time, you screwed up. Just because it's legal now doesn't mean it was legal then. That's some facts there. But also, well, it's legal now. So maybe everybody should get a pass or whatever. I don't know. It's going to be tough. I'm um, not going to go hardcore on this. Kind of wanted to touch on this article. Kind of see what you guys' thoughts are on the subject. Um, so there's that. Then we're going to take... Uh, we got a four-star offensive lineman, Addison Nichols. Trim's list includes Buckeyes. So we got an offensive lineman, Addison Nichols coming in. Uh, projected Buckeyes death chart for intriguing versatile safety spots. Um, it looks like our corner is going to be pretty good this year. Got like a lot of corners. 
that we can facilitate in our lineup. Um, got some people to replace Fowler. How State was trouble replacing Jordan Fowler last season. The former Buckeye safety who was an eraser for any issues on the defense graduated and went to NFL after the 2019 season. Uh, but let's see. Trying to see the names. Should have had all this ready to go. But um, Josh Proctor, fourth-year safety, will certainly lead the unit. But Ohio State has open slots elsewhere in the secondary. Breaking, uh, let's see. Breaking down the depth chart here. Josh Proctor entering his third season as a solid factor in the Ohio State secondary. So he says it's ready. He's ready to explode. He's ready to show himself this year. And then Ransom, Lathan Ransom, after not enrolling early and not getting a normal training camp to prepare for the season, Ransom was a surprising contributor in the secondary last year. So see how he does there. Then we got Court Williams. House could have used Court Williams in the secondary last season. He would have found a way into the mix and contributed, but he had ACL tear. So we'll see how he does this year. Then we got another one, Ronnie Hickman. I don't know if he's in any relation to uh, my family on my mom's side, but... Ase listed two players with a position of bullet on the spring roster. That's Ronnie Hickman. He was versatile in diverse Buckeyes defense. There's a nice little picture of him. And there's Brian Shaw, also for the bullet. And then Marcus Hooker, struggling in the starting role last season. Marcus Hooker has slid down the depth chart. So, there's that. And then, let's keep on going because I'm trying to get into all these different categories and switch and switch and switch. Off of Letterman Row, Carson Tabaraki says is not hurrying decision. Focus on football. Carson Tabaraki. Uh, let's see, Park City, Utah, the linebacker made an unofficial visit to Ohio State last month. So kind of see like I remember the linebacker you back in the days, AJ Hawk, Schlegel, Bobby Carpenter. Bobby Carpenter played for the Dallas Cowboys for a little bit, but A.J. Hawk was probably the better one. I don't think Schlegel even went for an NFL probably one season. But anyway, unofficial visit to Ohio State. Carson Tabarecki, big-time linebacker, looking good. See some videos here on him. Let him in row. Check it out. That was uh, to leave Columbus with an offer from the Buckeyes, a sign that his recruitment could go national. He did that, impressing linebackers coach All Washington, with the size and athleticism, ripping off a 40-yard dash, 4.6. Wow, he's 230 pounds. He did a 40-yard dash in 4.6 seconds. The interest in Ohio State in the chase for a Buckeyes offer was new for the country's number 47-ranked athlete. Relationship he has with Tony Alford thinks his the close friendship his nephews have with the linebacker prospect isn't. That's what sparked the controversial conversation with Carson Tabarek at Austin. Let's see. That relationship and, and the subsequent offer was very exciting for Utah's number nine ranked player. So we'll see what happens. This is what he said. I was super excited to get down there and have a chance to compete. I was super excited when I got the call that morning about the offer. So with just under 25 scholarship offers, Tabaraki is getting used to have big opportunities. Um... Still, he has not signed yet. Buckeyes were one of a handful of Midwest programs he visited in June. He's likely to return to Columbus this fall for an official visit. So, what is this interesting prospect focus on as he heads into his senior season? How has the relationship with Tony Offord affected Carson Tabaraki? And what did he think of the way Al Washington coached him up? It's good questions. And we're kind of anxious to see how that goes. 
a three-star linebacker prospect, joined Berman Elegy on Letterman Row. So there you go, Letterman Row. Check that out. Um, interviews unavailable, though. Carson Tabarecki. That's pretty cool. Linebacker out of Utah. Kind of anxious to see if he picks Ohio State. So then he got the Scarlet Rise. Ryan Day named to Dodd Trophy preseason watch list. And then you got Luke Luke Montgomery. Learned plenty in June. Turns focus to junior season. Um, Luke Montgomery. Do you think Luke Montgomery will be a Buckeye? And when do you think he will commit? Six foot five, 255 pounds. He's a four-star prospect. He was all over the country um, back in 20, and then Finley in 2023. Let's see, visiting a number of the nation's biggest football programs. He's a schedule Montgomery completed. Here is the schedule. Yeah, here's the schedule. So Ohio State, Michigan. No, Ohio State twice. It says I went to Michigan, Tennessee, Georgia, Auburn, Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma, and Notre Dame. It's kind of anxious to see where he will uh, end up. He has to be 100% sold on what position he wants to play. Uh, being committed to something isn't going to be a problem for Ohio's, Ohio's number three ranked 2023 prospect. He's always been willing to put in the work to get where he wants to be. So he's a he's a junior right now in high school. He's got a lot of options. He's the number three ranked overall for the 2023 class. Like that's what I said. So kind of anxious to see if he comes. What else we got going on? Um, we got a healthy, experienced Cameron Brown can elevate Buckeyes secondary. Like I said, I got some safeties. We got some secondaries. I'm ready for a fresh batch of question of the day topics. This is from Austin Ward. Talking about um, some Ohio State athletes. Sean Wade had played the most snaps overall for the Buckeyes. He's, he's not there anymore. Uh, let's see here. It's very costly, Ohio State coach Ryan Day said last fall. Cam uh, came with experience this season in a position where we couldn't afford to lose anyone. So to lose Cam, that's a significant hit. So Cameron Brown, he's lost. Obviously, we wish for him to get a healthy procedure and healthy recovery, and we really feel bad for him and his family. So kind of looking forward to see how the secondary is going to be for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Then let's see. I think that might be about it. So, we went over last week a big all all the commits that we had. Um, so I just kind of keep rambling on a little bit. I kind of was trying to see where I was going to go with this segment, but kind of bounced around a little bit for the uh, Terrell Pryor Tattoo Five people, and I like the ta- ta- Carson Tabaraki. See what he's going to do, and then. Um, Luke Montgomery, see what he was doing. So, there you have it for that segment. Um, Stay tuned for next week for Ohio State Recruiting Show. Thank you. Like I always said, I used to like start, end a show with something kind of funny or whatever. Last night, I was trying to figure out what to buy. There's uh, some board shorts. I've had the same RVCA board shorts for probably 10 years or so. And I like RVCA, but they're so expensive. Quicksilver's expensive. I just want to know and ask all my uh, listeners out there, is there a cheap name brand uh, 
uh, like board shorts and matching t-shirts. I wonder if there's like some kind of app where I haven't really searched it yet, but I'm wondering if there's like an app where you can like mix and match clothes and see what you look like on them. I'm sure there's something like that. But I'm more like a board shorts guy. But again, you know, it's coming down to the end. I mean, we're at the mid-July. Then we're going to be into August. And then it's going to start getting cold again in the next month or two. Like a couple months. It's going to drop down in the 50s, 40s, 30s. So the board shorts idea is kind of probably for next year. But then I'm losing weight too. So I don't know what to, what to get. Like I said, I'm a big RVC. I'm actually looking right now. See how much money these things are? It's like 50 bucks for board shorts. $55. Surf Silk Tijuana board shorts for Quicksilver, 55 bucks. That's just ridiculous. Why? Why is it so much money? And then look at these. You got RVCA sh uh, board shorts. These are like plain. There's like nothing on them. Stanton board shorts, $55. You can get five different collars, though. What the heck is that? A poncho? You got ponchos for 70 bucks on RVCA? I love RVCA, and these shorts are really cool, but they're 60 bucks. VA print board shorts, 60 bucks. Ah, oh, jeez. Isn't there, like, something you, somewhere you can go to and, like, find something cheap? I don't, I don't know. Please let me know. Please. 